0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Monday, November the 30th, the last day. Of the month of November. Thanks for tuning in today, everybody. Uh, my name is Lucas Smith. I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show today and every day. Uh, for those wondering, we'll still be doing five days a week up until the um, up until the winter meetings, and then we'll go back. Uh, we'll go down rather to three, which will be coming up later. Uh, not this month, but in in December. So in a, in a day, that it'll be this month. But um, on the show today, we'll be talking about the the one kind of funny question I got from the from the mailbag responses. And that's okay. I understand, holiday weekend. Maybe not everybody's paying attention to Twitter or not having any questions, and that's all good. No worries. Um, but because it is Cyber Monday, I had to create up with some new content, we'll talk about some of the um, some of the um. Uh, Excuse me some of some of the players that I talked about last week some of the more realistic signings at the time of Losstellos Jack Peterson maybe Justin Turner who I didn't talk about a lot but Justin Turner um, and, and kind of how the Cardinals can get a good deal off him and why I think that they should sign for lesser money to stay in st. Louis so uh, but, but but first I did get a question uh, from Javier Reyes of Locked On Padres saying which was your favorite home run by the Padres in game two I just think that's rude Javier Um uh, obviously that the Padres beating the um beating the the Cardinals in the uh 2020 National League Wild Card round in three games and Machado and Tatis sending home runs in game 2 to sink the cards and you know what in, in a weekend of, of Thanksgiving and giving thanks and being with some family at a socially distance responsible level and all these different things it wasn't fun to to recall that memory and to recall something to to not be thankful for. So um, with that out of the way, the mailbag is done. And um, I'm, I'm sad that Javier had to ask that question, but <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, if you're, you're missing on any content last week, we uh, took a little bit, bit of a break on the Wednesday, so my apologies, but did a mailbag on, on last Monday. Looked at Peter's, Jock Peterson, Carlos Martinez on Tuesday, nothing on Wednesday. And then on Friday, released two episodes of Giving Thanks and Tommy Lestella being the answer. Um, so let's look at that, that first guy in terms of Jock Peterson. He, um, he'll be going into his age 30 season, probably looking for about you know, $20 million, $25 million, maybe is, uh, uh, you know, that might be a little bit on the high side. But when you look at Jock Peterson, this is a guy that kind of has always been in the mix in the last number of years in Los Angeles. He's been uh, a full-time major leaguer ever since 2015. He played 18 games in 2014. And when you look at his, his, his rates, his strikeout and his walk rates, they have gone in the his walk rate has gone in the wrong direction. Uh, it was a really good 16% in 2015, and it's dropped consistently ever ever since it was eight percent in 2020 uh, and his k rate has gone down it took a little valley went down a little bit started at 29 dropped down to as low as 19 in 2018 but then it was back up to 25 percent, give or take 24.6 to be exact in 2021 run, weighted runs created plus was at or above average from 2015 all the way to 2019 2020 it was below average of 92 um his war was a career-worst, negative point one. And again, I, I talked about this on the show. I understand that Jock Peterson had a down year. And uh, the, the Fangraph's contract estimate um, is about two years, 26.5 million dollars. Um, Craig Edwards, who wrote the, the the article and everything, said about two years, 20 million dollars. assist his take. Um, but with it being Cyber Monday, let, let's make a deal for Jock Peterson. Here's my pitch to Jock Peterson to come... To St. Louis. Two years, $15 million. That might seem like a little bit of a, of a low ball, and, but that's my first offer and here's why. He had a down year in 2020. I don't think there's any disputing that, but I think he can come back from it. 2020 was a down year for a lot of offensive players. I think two years, $15 million is a great offer for Jack Peterson. He can have, he he'll have a shot at the everyday left field position, especially with the platoon numbers that I talked about last week. That's something that he didn't really have in L.A. He was kind of bouncing around and DH and different things, but he will have a shot at the everyday left fielder's position in St. Louis. And that's something that St. Louis direly needs. If I'm the Cardinals, I am telling Jack Peterson, we want you badly. We need some offensive upgrade. You're the guy to do it. You can help be the guy that elevates this offense to a different level even if you come to us for a little bit of a cheaper money than than you might be used to. And also, when, when you look at it, Jack Peter, or when you look at the Cardinals and offensive signings and different things like that, um, off-season signings, there have been rumors out there that they might want to cut the budget. Or, you know, cut, cut the payroll a little bit. And if that's the case, then they're going to need to have some Cyber Monday deals fall their way and uh, sign some guys for a little bit cheaper. And that is... Um, that's my pitch to Jock Peterson. Uh, of come, come, be the guy to help elevate this offense because he can do it. Uh, I think he's going to have a huge bounce back season in 2021, and the Cardinals should go after Jock Peterson. And for the reasons that I just mentioned, they, they should go after him for a little bit cheaper than 20 million. I think 20 million, you know, for for Jock Peterson, that's a great price. If, if I'm Jock Peterson, go for twenty, twenty, twenty-six, something like that. But if I'm the Cardinals and trying to make the best of a situation, two years, $15 million, um, $7.5 million a year. If you can make a good enough pitch to Jock Peterson, at least get him interested, and then maybe you have to – maybe you end up at 20 instead of uh, starting at 20. So – but, but Jock Peterson, you know, I mentioned that he might not be the platoon option the Cardinals thought, just based on the numbers, but I still think he's a great option uh, in left field for St. Louis. So uh, that's my pitch to Jock Peterson. Coming up in just a moment, I'll give my pitch um, and my contract estimate about Tommy LaStella coming up in just a moment. But first, as always, I'd like to share with you how you can support the show. And you can support this wonderful show by supporting our wonderful sponsors. One of those sponsors today is the new and improved and wonderful Built Bar. 18 incredible flavors, including nut and non-nut. Six new flavors. My favorite one of the new ones is cookies and cream. 12 original flavors range from coconut almond to German chocolate to mint brownie to salted caramel to toffee almond, coconut, peanut butter brownie, and a couple more. They're soft. They're easy to chew. But best of all, they're covered 100%. That's right, 100% in chocolate. But just because they're covered in that delicious creamy chocolate does not mean they're not healthy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. These bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Let's take a look at my favorite cookies and cream flavor profile. 17 grams of protein in one bar. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Right now, while supplies last, you can get a free cooler with your purchase of Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. And you can also use a promo code LOCKED ON to get an additional 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED ON for 20% off at BiltBar.com. So, with the, uh, with the Cyber Monday deals going on right now, I'm sure a lot of you are shopping and things like that. Uh, if you are, good luck. Hope you get what you're looking for. Uh, but be sure to tune in tomorrow when I'm talking about, I'll, I'll go take a little bit more of an in-depth look at why the Cardinals should go after um, Justin Turner. And before I talk about Tommy LaStella and why, you know, I already talked about why the Cardinals should sign him. And if you're and if you're looking um, for that episode, that was Friday's episode, why LaStella is the answer at second and why he could be compared him to Colton Wan. And there have been some reports out there coming uh, circulating a little bit this morning about Mr. Wong and where he might go, um, because you know this he is, he is a free agent, 100%, and he has the right to go wherever he wants. And John Morosi tw- tweeting out um, uh, th- th- this tweet about Colton Wong and about. Uh, Eleven o'clock last night, saying the Blue Jays are showing interest in Colton Wong and prepared to make him their top priority free agent among second baseman DJ LeMahieu. Um, or if DJ returns to um, New York, Colton Wong will be the option um, for for the Blue Jays. And you know, I think Toronto. Is, I, I I've always liked Toronto. You know, especially in terms of, of recently in their um, in their young core. And there's a tweet accepted out because, you know, if Colton Wong goes to Toronto, you have Kevin Biggio, Colton Wong, Bo Bichette, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. as your infield. That's a pretty dynamic infield. When Colton Wong is your oldest veteran on the infield, that's a pretty young and dynamic infield. I mean, Colton Wong could find a very new, fun uh, double play partner in Bo Bichette, um, after if he leaves DeYoung. And obviously... I don't want that to happen. I'm not a Blue Jays fan. I'm not here advocating for Colton Wong to go to Toronto. Um, but if he does, I think that makes Toronto a very solid playoff team. They were a playoff team this year. Got knocked out in the first round against, um, the wildcard card round against um, Tampa Bay, the eventual AL champions. But I think this really solidifies them because it gives them, like I say, that veteran presence. Um because this is a very young infield. They've, they've been they've been around for two, I think, uh, maybe two and a half years, but two years for solidly. Um, and Wong's been around for seven. So I think that Colton Wong gives them a little bit of a, a veteran presence, if you will. So if, if that's where he goes, good luck to him. But obviously I would like – I would still like the Cardinals to re-sign him. It's just a matter of can they do it um, effectively enough. And when you're looking at if he doesn't sign, because it doesn't seem like the Cardinals have – had any interest in re-signing him, which is why this is going to have to be the case of signing somebody else, and to me, the most effective option is La Stella. He's older. He's 32. I understand that, but he can play second, third, first, shortstop if you need him to. Um, Fangraphs has his contract at two years, about $17 million, Uh, but here's why if I'm the Cardinals, I'm going for two years, and I'll start the bidding at $13 million. Two years 13 million dollars about six and a half a- annual average value maybe throw in a club option for the third year or a player option for the third year um, or, or a vesting option if he meets some some criteria if you will but Tommy Listella has like, like I talked about on the show on on Friday this is is really under the radar guy he had a he had a down year in Chicago that kind of forced him out if you will at least uh, uh, that that kind of prompted his moving after really three solid years in, in Chicago. Nothing to, to write home about in terms of you know all star, one of the greatest players in the league type of thing. But really a solid, solid career in Chicago. He had a breakout year in 2019 with with Los Angeles, and and across two teams, like I said, in Los Angeles and Oakland in 2020, he had another solid year. 283, 74, 49 slashed, 129 ones created, weighted runs created, plus all these different things. Um, a lot of above average stats here for for La Stella. um and this is a guy that, that can fit into this lineup nicely he's a solid um uh, left-handed bat for the or for the, excuse me for the St. Louis Cardinals um and I understand that if you get him and Peterson that's that's two extra left-handed bats or one extra because I guess you already had Wong in there in, in your lineup but you don't want to be too left-handed hitting heavy but I think you know having another strong left-handed bat really helps St. Louis and beyond that, when you look at Tommy LaStella and why I think the Cardinals should make a pitch for him, it's how versatile he is. He can play all over and he can play every day. And you might say, whoa, 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 they already have Tommy Edmund that can do that. He, he can play all over. I think Tommy LaStella right now is better than Tommy Edmund, even though Edmund might be a little better defender, younger, more upside, absolutely. But Tommy LaStella is a is, is a little bit more proven. Lestella can help maybe mold Tommy Edmund a little bit into the player that... Uh, La Stella is to being a versatile utility infielder kind of person so I think the Cardinals can make a, a push for time with La Stella, and that's why my, my Cyber Monday deal for time with La Stella is two years $13 million just to start so um, but I, I really do think La Stella is is someone the Cardinals need to go after if they don't get Colton Wong back um, so let me know what you guys think as always Twitter DMs are always open at LJFastball or LO underscore Cardinals LO underscore Cardinals is also the Instagram name as well. Uh, p- posting stuff about the show every day there, Monday to Friday. And, again, we'll be staying Monday to Friday up until the winter meetings, and then we'll drop to three days a week. But uh, content won't stop. I'll still be pumping out episodes, and we'll, we'll go from there. So, uh, once again, thank you for listening, guys. And if you have any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns, you can either drop a rating on iTunes, or you can email the show, locked on cards at lockedoncards.gmail.com or tweet, or reply, message, any of the accounts I just listed. So uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow on Locked on Cardinals when I give a more in-depth look at why the Cardinals should sign Justin Turner to play third base um, as, as another option for the Cardinals' offseason plans. Be sure to tune back in tomorrow, December 1st, for that. So with that said, thanks for listening. Hope your guys' November has gone well, um, and I hope December... Uh, No matter how well November's gone, I hope December is, is still a better month for everybody. So thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Stay safe. Stay well. Have a great day.